hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. I am so glad that you are here and I'm so glad to bring this new episode to you today. Um, I interviewed Stephanie Schultz on the podcast and this episode I think is going to be so powerful for so many of you. We talked a lot of things but one of the most powerful things that I took away from it but was that we as online entrepreneurs have to be vulnerable online and show that we are real humans and we have to be authentic and it's okay to be human and show up as yourself and that people can connect to you in that way. And when we're trying to show nothing but our highlight reel, we don't connect with the people that we can need to connect to. So it's okay to be human. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay to show up as you. Um, But we also talk a lot about taking care of your body, taking care of yourself, taking care of your physical body, your mental health, everything, and how that ties so much into running your business online and why it's so important. So I hope that you take away something from this episode. Um, It was such a fun episode to record, so I am so excited for you to hear it. Again, make sure that you're tagging me in your Instagram stories on things that you're loving things that you would love to hear more of. If you want to hear something else on the podcast, just let me know. Also, make sure that you are rate reviewing and subscribing. I want to know that what you're loving about the podcast, this podcast is for you. So let me know what you're loving. So I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. And so I will see you inside. I'm Mindy Hancock, Mindset and Life Coach, and you're listening to the Bold Ambition Podcast. This podcast is a high-vibe, expansive space for the bold, ambitious, badass, whatever-it-takes woman. Settle in. Let's do this thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bold Ambition Podcast. Today on the podcast, I have Stephanie Schultz. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited to have you here. So for those of you who do not know who Stephanie is, I'm going to give you a short little bio about her. She is from Ontario, I'm sorry, Ontario, Canada, and uh, she is the founder of the Fitness and Body Confidence Program courageously confident. She is obsessed with um, empowering women to live the life of their dreams through fitness, mindset, and business coaching. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat with, with you with all the things today and hopefully give some great insights to everyone listening. Yes, for sure. And so before we jump right in, I wanted to see if you could give the listeners a little bit of a background story of who you are, where you came from, is kind of what led you to this point of business coaching, mindset coaching, and fitness coaching. Like what, where, where did you, where did you start? Wow. Well, I started (laughs) last, last summer. It, it all just fell in my lap and, um, I never imagined myself being an online coach. I never imagined myself, you know, having a full-time business doing this. Um, basically what happened is I did the whole trip 
traditional route of graduate high school, go off to university. Funny, I was, I was going to be an elementary school teacher, but that did not happen. Um, things changed. My life kind of changed. Um, but during all this time, and especially while I was in university, I was on social media. I was on Instagram really documenting my life, my fitness journey, struggles that I was going through. And I was creating this community and now actually um, clients, you know, during that time without even knowing it. And so I, I went to school and then I kind of like dropped out slash didn't finish and moved back home. Just things weren't aligning with, with, with my life. So I moved back home and I got part-time jobs, was taking courses here and there. I got a group fitness certification, all these things. And I, I realized I had a passion and obsession with this connection on social media and also with health and fitness. And so when I say it all fell on my lap, I didn't really realize I could connect the two until literally one day I was on Facebook and there was a coach on my Facebook and they're like, Hey, you should do our group program. And I, this was where I was just kind of trying out different areas and revenues of what I wanted to do with my life. And so I was like, okay, like literally didn't know what I was jumping into. And that's when it all clicked that I can do what I love and share the message that I love through this platform that I really find interesting, you know, social media and all these things. So it started in the summer of 2017 and Throughout this year, it has grown into more than just fitness and health, but now a lot of mindset work and social media strategy for business owners. Wow. So that's definitely, <laughs> definitely a long journey, like of how it started out and like you've been on this path for a while, but did not have, it's kind of funny. Like I, I think about it too, like this is your soul's purpose, but you did not know, but if you didn't just keep following and if you just weren't following those nudges of what you were feeling that you needed to do or those little things that were kind of like these little pings, like, what is this? What is this? And just exploring, you might not be where you are right now. Exactly. Like I do not regret, you know, going to university. I don't regret the things like this little jobs along the way, the little courses, because those all taught me something uh, about myself and it all led me to here. And I think that's the coolest thing. And, and I believe that I mean, during that time, you don't see it. During that time, I was very like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my life? Like, oh my God, oh my God. But once that moment happens, when it clicks, it's, it's beautiful to look back on, you know, what has happened. So it's pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you touched on that. But as far as like health and fitness, when you were first starting out and you were just documenting your life and your health and fitness journey on social media and on Instagram, you weren't even realizing it, but you are growing this organic community and tribe of women who were motivated, inspired by you that would soon lead you into where you are today. And it's so crazy how things just kind of magically line up for you and you were not even knowing it, but organically growing all of this on the side and had no idea. So I thought that was really cool that you said that. Yes. And you know, I, I think it's important that I, I say that because a lot of people think, oh, I'll start coaching, but then they don't realize how much, you know, social media is so important to just share who you are and be vulnerable. They just think, oh, here, here's my offer, but you really need to build up this strong community of people who love you for you. And that's why they buy from you. And again, I didn't know that while I was doing it until after the fact, but I really talk about it a lot now because 
you know, your social media is everything when you want to be an online coach. Mm -hmm. Or I feel like anything, if it's online entrepreneurship of any sort, whether it's network marketing or whatever, right. you have to be able to connect with who it is, whoever it is that you're trying to serve, whether it be a customer and you're trying to get them to buy whatever product it is, or you're a coach, you have to be open, vulnerable, and kind of, I mean, just have to be in that space where people can, can trust you and they, they feel like you really feel what they are feeling or that you've walked through what, what they're walking through. You can't, it's not all about, I mean, I know that there's the, a lot of the highlight reel that people see of other people on social media, but sometimes you have to strip that away and show like you are human and yeah. people connect with humanness. <laughs> so I love that you said this because I had a client purchase my courageously confident program. And she said she was, it was either between my program or someone else on Instagram. And it was this person with like a million followers. Mm -hmm. And she said their program was much a lower cost. And, but she bought my program because she felt like she knew me and that that's the ticket for people. So like you said, whether it's a product, whether you're a network marketer, you know, why am I going to buy your, you know, shampoo or whatever it is? Why? Why would I buy yours instead of going to the store? It's because I know you and I love you and I want to support you. And, and it's your message too. So I think it's so key. And, and a lot of people forget that to just be you, be human. And, and that's what people fall in love with. Right. And alongside of that, whenever you're posting, whether it be an offer or whatever product that you're selling or you're, you're promoting at the time or whatever the case may be, when you're just showing that like, okay, this is what I have. I'm offering this, I'm offering this, or this is the product I'm selling. You're not giving them that side of you that they can connect with. You're, you're giving them, a, you're just selling to them and people don't resonate with being sold to. And I feel like mm -hmm. they really have to connect. They have to connect with you before they'll, they have to trust you before they're going to buy anything that you're putting out there. I mean, absolutely. Your mom is going to buy it. You know, your sister's <laughs> going to buy it because they already trust you. But I mean, those others that don't know you outside of social media, they don't trust you. So you can't. Exactly. Just, and I feel like I, I see a lot of times or I hear people say, well, I have a hard time at finding, finding quality content to post on social media. And I said, what do you mean by finding? Because you're not, to me, you can't find quality content from someone else or from somewhere else or from Pinterest. That's not quality content. You have to find it from within. And so that is another way people aren't connecting with you because you're not giving out your own message. You're not living yes. message. Yeah. I, I love that because I, I hear that too. Like, I don't know what to post, but there are so many things like what you experience in a day is so much. I'm sure like every single day I experience something and I'm like, wow, I could share that. Mm -hmm. I think we just, like you said, we need to dig a little bit deeper into just literally what we experience or thoughts that we have or stories or things like that. And there's always something. And, and like you said, we're not searching for the perfect thing Googling what to post, we need to really feel and tap, you know, inside what we're feeling that day. But I mean, I've, I've had moments too on social media where I'm like, you know, we all get into that space of, Oh my God, I need to post the perfect thing and the perfect wording and the perfect picture and all this stuff. But what I find is when I just speak from my heart and soul and, and feel how I feel, 
then people are just resonating and come to me effortlessly. But when it feels forced, like I'm trying to write, you know, the perfect thing, it feels icky and people can feel that ickiness too, so to speak. So being yourself and raw and vulnerable is so important. I agree. And I think too, that a lot of times whenever you're, like you said, when you're, you're posting something out of inspiration or something that you're going through or whatever, and people connect to it, they, they're drawn to it. They read that post, but then whenever you're forcing it and you're like, ah, I, I have to post today, or I feel like I need to post something and I'm going to make it happen. And just like you said, it doesn't feel really good. It doesn't feel like it's coming from a space of alignment or, or it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. You're just trying to make it happen. And I feel like those same people who connect with you when they're starting to read it, it's like they're checking out before they're reading all of it because it doesn't, it doesn't even sound like you because it's not coming from the space that it needs to come from. Exactly. It's huge. I, and I'm, when I read content online, I, I am like drawn in right away and I'll read it or I'll feel icky right away and then I pass. So you could really be missing opportunities because of, you know, that, that block that you're creating, just not being yourself when it comes to, you know, content and posting. Absolutely. I totally agree. I'm that same person. I'm like, I, it's just so crazy. The things that, that, and it's like that first few lines will hook you or, I mean, it honestly, it's like make or break you. Sometimes it's like, it's either they're going to, they're in it or they're not. So it's really, um, it it just all comes down to being, just being authentic and being yourself and, and not having, not searching and not looking for finding that perfect content. And that's what I, I, I keep trying to tell other people too. It's like, it's not about finding or you're not going to find it from somewhere else. So quit no. searching for it. <laughs> quit searching. And if it feels icky, then just don't say anything. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. It's better to, to me, it's too, it's like, it's better to just not than to do something that, that is forced or doesn't feel good to you because it doesn't, it's not serving you and it's not serving anyone else that you're wanting. like, you're not getting at anything out of it. So, um, yeah. One other thing that you said about like, there's so much things, there's so much that goes on in my day and that I could document this or I could, you know, I could say this is what's going on, which number one, sometimes we don't realize all the things that go on throughout our day, like you said, and you don't realize that it could be a value to someone else who might be walking through some of the same things. But also some, I've had um, someone say to me before that they were having this block of showing up on social media day to day because they felt like they had nothing to share that nothing there's nothing special about them or their life or they don't have any like I just do the same thing and I said well there's somebody that's going to connect I'm not saying like okay I'm in my car okay like but there are things that are in that in your day to day that you can still share and so I I do agree that there is something powerful in every day not some it doesn't have to be some huge epiphany but there's something happening in everybody's day that you could share. Absolutely. I, I agree. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, like you said, this big event. But I think for me, a lot of things that I do lately, and it, it can resonate with anyone on different levels, is reflect. Where am I today? Where was I a year ago? That's a story. Where am I today? Where was I six months ago? What did I learn? Who am I? Like, what are my goals? How do I? Like, all of that just is tuning in. But I think for a lot of people, that's still hard to go inward. It's because we're so outward. It's really hard to go inward. So even practicing, you know, 
maybe something like how, or what do I want to, what, what can I inspire someone with today? What could I, you know, teach someone today or share something that happened in my life that maybe they're going through something similar and they might resonate like big or small. It, we have no idea. There's so many things that happen that I believe we can resonate with so much. And I think the biggest thing is fear of not having the best thing to share. Yep. Or the fear of being too vulnerable. And then, then, you know, somebody's judging you or somebody's, you know, somebody's looking at you in a different way, or your mom is going to see it, or your grandfather is going to see it. And then what is that? What's going to happen when they see it? And there's all, I mean, you can, you can sit and think about all of those things all day long, but to be honest, if it's coming from a place that feels good, not icky, and it feels like it lights you up and you know that there's someone out there that needs to hear it, then my only question is, why aren't you? Ah, I love it. I love it so much. And if, if you want to, cause I see these fears too. If you really want to make an impact and have a successful business, you need to accept the fact that you're going to be vulnerable online and you're going to say things online and you need to, to be successful. And it's just a hump that you need to get over. And maybe you're not that person, but I believe that there's just a fear that it's a small step to get through. And once you get through it, you become more comfortable. Yeah, I I agree. And I will say, I'll bring up this too, when it comes to especially Instagram stories, I think Instagram stories are powerful. Like I love Instagram Mm -hmm. stories and I think Mm -hmm. that some people don't utilize them um, enough. And I think even I will sometimes on day to day, I, I will post on there every day. Sometimes it might not be a video of myself every day, but there's something, there's, there's something there every single day. But, um, I've had people say that, you know, the getting on the, on the Instagram story, I can post all day long. They'll say on Instagram story, but when it comes to talking on Instagram story, that's where I'm stuck because I feel like I feel embarrassed or I feel weird or I feel like I don't know, you know, where do I look or how do, what do I say? And, and I'm like, you're honestly, you're just thinking too hard. It's to me, it's like, just as if you're talking to your friend, talk to your Instagram story, like you're talking to your best friend. Like that is exactly how I treat it when I, when I'm on Instagram story and I don't really know any other way to tell someone. And that's what I've, everyone that I've talked to, I'm like, just you're making it too hard. Just, yeah. it, it's not that hard. Just talk as if you're talking to your friend and that's who is going to resonate with you when you're just being open and honest and you're not trying to force it. You're not trying to be weird. You're not, you know, you're not awkward and you're not like, you can tell when somebody's nervous on there and they're not just relaxed and they're talking like they would normally, you know? So, yes. And I think too, Instagram story, if it feels like behind the scenes mm-hmm. and people expect it to be like, oh, we know it's not going to be this perfect picture. It's going to be, you know, here's my face right up front, like not the best angles, but people like that. People yeah. like the, to see the real you and like, like we we're just talking about. So, I mean, that expectation of being judged, really, we're just judging ourselves. We'll look at it and think, oh, I talked weird or I made a mistake or I fumbled. And I'm like, uh, for me, I don't have time to watch my Instagram stories and redo them until they're perfect. Like, no. <laughs> you know, just get on there and talk and people will love it. Yeah, I agree. And it's the same thing when I'm podcasting. I mean, I'm human just like everyone else. And I mean, I've taught, I talk all day long to 21 kindergartners. So mm-hmm. if I'm doing a podcast interview in the evening, like I am right now, 
sometimes I'm going to fumble all my words and that's just a part of it. And that's who I am. And it's just, it, you know, it's fine. And I yeah. really honestly don't edit hardly anything out of a podcast unless it's some technical difficulty or something weird. If I mess up a word, like in the beginning in your bio, it's going to be in there because that's just me. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be the person I'm human. I'm not going to edit out my mistakes. So same. I'm the same way. Unless it's something that goes wrong. I'm like, I, it's going up. I'm uploading it. It's great. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not worried about it one. And it's like, I don't have time to sit here and edit stuff out. Like <laughs> people are still going to get the message. So it is all good. Yes. And then you just, so sh- I mean, for me, it's like, I'm showing like, I'm not perfect and it's okay. Like a podcast is great, but we're the people behind a podcast are human. So I mean, absolutely. So, okay. I love all of this. I could talk about this all day long, but I am going to kind of transition <laughs> into a little bit of a different topic because in the health and fitness world, um, and taking care of your body. So I wanted to talk about online entrepreneurs or a lot of the women who are listening today, um, probably have a full-time job and a side hustle of some sort doing all the things. Um, so what I want you to talk on, why is it so important? Do you feel like as a health and fitness coach or in the health health and fitness world to take care of yourself whenever you're trying to show up in the online space and you're an entrepreneur and you, you're working for yourself or you're doing, you have a full-time job and you're an um, entrepreneur on the side, like, why is it so important to take care of you? Yes. I love this topic so much. I think obviously, well, no matter what we do, whether it's you're a coach or an entrepreneur and and then, you know, have a a full-time business or whatever, we're busy number one, Mm -hmm. but number two, we're giving a lot. You know, when you're coaching someone, whether it's group coaching or one-on-one coaching, you're giving to other people. We're constantly giving, even with free posts on social media, even, you know, everything. We're giving, 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 giving. And it might not be physically demanding, but it's very emotionally draining sometimes. It's, 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 we love it so much and that's why we do it. But sometimes we forget to give that love to ourselves. We forget to give ourselves that hour to go and work out and take care of either, you know, our physical health and our mental health. Um, so if you, you need to show up, you're busy, you're busy. Like your day is full. You need to show up with energy wherever you're at. And, and again, especially if you're in the online space, people want to see your energy, want to see you. And so if you're not taking care of you, you're not going to show up in the best version of yourself. So I think a lot of, I see this happen is a lot of people start, you know, either doing both the side hustle or going full time. Mm -hmm. And we get so into it and so excited. We want to do all the things that we cut out. Okay. I'm not going to go to the gym because I need the hour to, you know, do X, Y, Z. That's really hindering yourself long-term because that is both mental clarity and just physical, just feeling good, right? Not from a standpoint of having to lose weight or health reasons, but other just to feel good, to move your body, to separate your space from working all the time, from hustling all the time. You need to give yourself that love or else you're going to be soon pouring from an empty cup and that doesn't look so good. So, you know, it's so important. And I think, you know, if many of the listeners are on here saying like, yeah, when was the last time I even just went for a walk? Mm -hmm. When was the last time I did that class? Remember, you know, I I used to go and do 
yoga all the time or I used to dedicate, you know, Wednesday nights to this and why did I let that go? And maybe ask yourself how you can reschedule your your business, your coaching, your, your side hustle, other things so you can fit that in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even me being a health and fitness coach, I've had to do that and actually revisit my schedule and say, okay, I'm feeling super rushed when I go to the gym and I don't like that feeling. So I, I'm able to change my schedule that I don't book podcasts, client calls, anything until after 1 p.m. Because the mornings I like to, you know, do my emails, my social media, you know, whatever, go to the gym, come home. And then I thrive more in the afternoon and evening with my clients. And so everyone might be different. Maybe it means you're going at 5 a.m. to the gym. Maybe it is nine at night. But, you know, in all honesty, you'll find that space that works for you. Or maybe it's your lunch break. Mm-hmm. but that, that time for yourself is so key to just, to just step away. Like more than anything, I'm even just thinking of mental clarity right now. The mental clarity of stepping away from the screen of stepping away from, you know, all the million things we want to do and health and fitness gives you that. And then also, you know, the added physical bonuses. Right. And I love that you said that, but or all of that, but <laughs> really. But um, one thing that you said, talked about time and scheduling it in and finding a time. And a lot of the easiest, easiest excuse is I don't have time. Yeah. By far the easiest and most said, most said excuse when people aren't moving their body. And I will say that, that, that that's my excuse whenever I... And, and subconsciously, like my husband's in the health and fitness world has been the entire 15 years that we've been together. Um, I mean, he owns his own gym. I have no excuse to not work out. Like, like, yeah. I, ha- like I have a place, a facility I can work out at any point. And so it's like, I don't have an excuse, but when I do give myself an excuse, it's still that same excuse. It's easy to say, well, I don't have time today, but when I intentionally schedule that, you know, this, these days, this week, I'm going at this time and I intentionally schedule it whether, and no matter what, this is on my agenda and this is what's going to get done today. Just the same as if I schedule in a podcast interview, I'm going to do it. You know, I scheduled Mm -hmm. it in. So Mm -hmm. why don't we do the same thing for ourselves? And like, okay, so this hour is for me and my workout or my, whatever I'm going to move my body. And then this hour is when I'm doing this podcast interview. We're not going to you know, bail on that. So, but it's easier to bail on yourself than it is on this commitment on whatever else it is way easier. Yeah. And that's why it's so important. Like you said, to schedule it in, but also really treat it. Like, um, I call it kind of, and I have a various different things in my life, but almost like non-negotiables. Like that morning time for me is something that I really need for myself. And I give myself that. That's kind of like a non-negotiable kind of thing, right? So that's how, you know, if you're someone saying, oh, I don't have time or you even schedule it in, but then say, okay, never mind. You know, it's like you hold yourself accountable in so many things in your business, in your life, in your family. You need to hold yourself accountable. You have the ability to hold yourself account- accountable. It's just about choosing to do it. And also, I mean, we all know habits. If you haven't been doing it, it's going to be really hard to start. Of course it is, but start somewhere, start slow, 
Don't think you have to go an hour and like beast mode crazy in the gym. It could be just a walk outside. It could be something in your home, you know, a workout video, something on YouTube. Um, don't put a lot of pressure on yourself, especially if you're someone who's like, you know, hasn't been doing it for a long time and just looking to get back into it. Mm -hmm. I think we put a lot of pressure at the beginning to be perfect and go all in, but just take baby steps and then just, just start by creating a habit. Yeah, absolutely. And the, the more you go or the more you do, the easier it gets just like with anything. Um, and then honestly, you begin to see what you feel like when you're doing it. And for me, it definitely is like the mental, like just being able to, to kind of blow off steam from whatever happened in the day and then move mm -hmm. into what else I need to do. Because then I'm like, especially whenever, I mean, I have a full-time job and a side hustle. So being able to separate them and clear my head of one thing before I can step into another is another reason why. Um, but I will say too, I'll have a couple of things, but the first thing I'm going to say is that, um, it's so easy. I feel like, especially as women and for though I am not a mom and, but there's probably some listeners that are. Um, and I feel like, because I see it in my sister, who's a mom, I see it in a lot of other moms. And especially if they're running a full-time, uh, having, if they're running a, their own business, plus having a full-time career. The first thing that is going to go is themselves. That is the first yeah. thing they're going to put on the back burner, no matter what is themselves. And that is something that I've always, it, that kills me when I see that happening. Like that is the first thing that goes because it's so easy because we as women, especially moms, and I bet I feel like women in general, we, we always, we, we tend to have that nurturing side of us. That's just who we are. And so we are going to nurture others before we nurture ourselves. And so it's something that I'm just like, if we could, if you just gave yourself, even if it was 30 minutes, 30 minutes yeah. to do something for you and just what, how, like you said, how you can show up differently in all other aspects of your life. Like you're going to be more productive. You're going to be a better, like you're going to be in a better headspace. Everything's going to work better because of that 30 minutes that you allowed yourself. So, yeah, no, it, it's so true. You know, we women, you know, we want to give, 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 give. And I think it's beautiful and it's great. But trust me, you know, we I have burnt out before when I wasn't giving myself, you know, whether it is time for my own physical activity or just boundaries in general, right? Mm -hmm. We can only give so much and then we're just, you know, you hit a block, you hit a wall. So it's so important that you schedule that in and you make that a priority in your life. So then you're not burning out and you're not, and you know, you're talking to moms, like it working out decreases stress. If your kids are yes. driving you nuts, <laughs> like go and let it out. Or what I was thinking earlier is I really noticed this myself is after the gym or during my workout, I come up with the best ideas for my business. <laughs> That was the so next it, thing I was going to say. So we're on the same page. No way. <laughs> yes. I'll sometimes walk out. I haven't done this in so long. I'll walk out of the gym and I'll have this like amazing thing that I need to share. And I would go on live stream in my car and it was just like, I don't know why the, the best ideas would come to me when you're just kind of in a new environment, you're thinking things through, you're focusing on yourself. Like that's cool. You know, if you find yourself hitting mental blocks, creativity blocks, product productivity, move your body. It literally yep. boosts, boosts everything mentally. 
Yeah. And I will say touching on that, but kind of leading up to it, I gave my, I, I let the, the time excuse get the best of me probably. I don't know when I was releasing the podcast and I think I might've mentioned this on another podcast episode and I can't remember now. I feel like it did. Maybe it was on a live video. I have no idea, but anyway, but I was like up, up getting ready to release it. And I was so close and I gave myself this deadline and I was like, told myself it had to be done by this day because that's the way I, my brain works. So and whenever I was getting so close to it, I was just hustling to try to get it done because that was my deadline. Well, so I get told myself I didn't have time to do anything else. I had to, I had to come home. I needed to do these things so that I could meet the deadline for myself. So in turn, I did not work out. I did not move my body at all. I felt like complete crap. And then I did not actually, I was short on the deadline that I made for myself. Nobody else knew it by a day. Okay, great. The podcast still launched. The podcast was still fine. It all happened. Everything's great. But instead I, I also got sick right after that. Like the next, I woke up sick. Then I had mm -hmm. to take an entire another week off because mm -hmm. my body, I, I literally could not do it. Like I was absolutely miserable. So then there went two weeks of time that I was completely sick. And then I, I gave that, gave myself or gave that excuse of the power over me. So then I was completely sick and all of that. Then I finally got back into the swing and I had been telling myself like I had felt that I almost like I felt like there was something that I wanted to create and I just, but nothing, almost like I knew that I wanted to, but I just kept saying, I can't figure it out. And then I was getting mad because I was out of control and I could out of control of it and I wanted to force something and it wouldn't come through me and I was getting aggravated. And I just kind of got really frustrated with it. And then I got back into the gym and literally in the middle of a workout, it just hit me. It all came to me. Everything came to me in that moment. I was like, we are, there we are. Wow. And it just like the next day I wrote it all out. Like everything is there. And so it's just crazy how things just, you have to allow your, 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 yourself to slow down. Number one, even though maybe you're not slowing down in the workout, but I mean like just slowing down and just tapping into yourself because when we're just constantly going and doing and not allowing ourselves to just stop and be and do something for yourself, it's so hard. I feel like I just get so blocked and unless I do something for myself in that way. I, I relate to that so much because I'm, I'm so type A. I'm so go, go, go. I find it very hard to shut off, but I know this pattern. If I get too into things, if I'm too go, 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 I know I crash and burn or I know it comes from a place of, you know, having to hit a deadline that no one knows about or having to do X, Y, Z, but it feels forced. And then after like, like you ended up getting sick or after you don't feel good because you weren't treating yourself better. And you know, things, things happen the best when you feel the best, when you show up the best. So that's why yourself is number one. So when you launch the podcast, you feel amazing. And the next day you're still feeling amazing. You're not sick and crashed and burned because of whatever right. you were taking care of yourself during the whole process. And it's, I think we all need that reminder. I think it's easier said than done. It's, it's easier to preach it and tell everyone else, but sometimes we need to just tap in. How's it going this week? Am I you know, taking care of myself, like even if it's a busy week, am I still giving myself time when I can? And it's so important to listen to your body, listen to your mind. Yes, absolutely. And I know that a lot of listeners, maybe they're, they're in this space where they're not 
giving themselves time or they're not allowing themselves to have any time for themselves. They're just, they're hustling because they feel like, you know, after they get done with their full-time job, then they hustle, hustle, hustle on their side hustle. And they're just like doing it 24 hours a day. Everything is just all work um, very type A kind of behavior. So if they're like, okay, maybe they're right. Maybe they're onto something. Maybe I should be doing something for myself. What would you say, like, where should someone start? I know you mentioned like going for a walk, but maybe they have, maybe they have had, um, experience in the gym in the past, or maybe it's just, they haven't done it in years and years and years, or maybe it's somebody that's never done any kind of physical activity before. Like, where would you suggest just kind of just starting? I think a few things. I think number one, the excuse of not having time is the easiest excuse, but it's a lie. There is time. So look at your day. I know everyone listening, everyone's day looks differently, but literally sit down and look at your day. Even look at your week. Mm-hmm. Say, where can I find the time? Like declare that you have the time, find the time and see, okay, you know, on XYZ day, I can go to the gym. So first thing is literally looking at your schedule and saying, I'm going to go on on these times. I'm declaring it. I'm booking it in my agenda, just like I would do anything else. Mm -hmm. And then because it's probably very general um, population listening, plan your workout. So if that means, you know, you just want to move your body and it's just 30 minutes on the treadmill, then that's, I'm, you know, that you're going to the gym and it's 30 minutes on the treadmill. If you're someone more experienced and you kind of do weights or whatever, plan what, what your workout looks like. So you, one, have it scheduled, two, you actually have it written down, and if you need to take it or it's on your phone or whatever, you go, you know what you need to do, you focus on it, and then you're done. I think that setting yourself up for success is everything. And then, of course, creating that habit, sticking to it leads to consistency, leads to you actually feeling the benefits of it and wanting to do it. And and something I was thinking as well um, when you were talking about women who, you know, are so busy because they're working full time and then coming home and doing your side hustle. Think of the life that you want in the future. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be hustle, hustle, hustle all the time? Or do you want, ha- you, do you want to have time for yourself to say, I can go to the gym or I can go and, you know, do whatever. That's the life you probably want. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hustle nonstop. So give yourself that now to create that to happen in the future. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, oh oh my goodness, that was so good. I'm like, there's so much stuff. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, (laughs) so when, when it comes to also, I'm kind of switching gears a little bit because whenever I know for me, when you said planning and well, I'm going to go, actually, I'm going to backtrack just a second. Whenever you were talking about planning your workouts, Um, I am that way. Like, first of all, if I am going to an actual gym, um, that I'm going to lift weights, I have to have a plan. If I don't have a plan, then I, number one, can talk myself out of anything. And number two, Mm -hmm. I don't have a plan. So I just kind of, it never, I don't know. I don't ever feel accomplished once I leave there. So definitely like a plan. It's either that, or for me, what works best is to go to, um, like a gym, like my husband owns a CrossFit gym. So going to, a place where, uh, there is a class, a group class that I like, there is a coach that facilitates the class. I don't have to worry about it. You tell me what to do. I'm just going to do it. And then once I leave, I've moved my body. I did what I needed to do. And I didn't really have to think about it. I just got it done. And then you leave and you feel great. 
So I do agree 100% with a plan. Um, that's, that's the key to my, like if I success, cause otherwise when I go in the gym with no plan, I'm like, I'll text my husband, like, can you please send me something if I don't have something? <laughs> and if you can't, and I try to go without a plan, I'm like, I'm like last minute resort Pinterest, find some sort of plan because otherwise nothing's going to get done in there for me. Nothing. So I'll find somebody, I'll find somebody to talk to. (laughs) So before I work out. So, um, but switching gears a little bit also for me, one thing that I know for being busy and I have tried to, I've posted about this before, but meal prepping for me is a big, a big time saver and nutrition saver as well. So for me, um, typically, um, on Sundays is when I would, when I meal prep. So I typically meal prep all of my lunches. I don't meal prep dinners because I will cook dinner. Um, but Mm -hmm. either I'll have some sort of like already planned, um, breakfast, whether it be a protein shake or protein bar, or, um, I might even like prep sometimes some sort of like overnight oats I've done before, but then I prep my lunches because for me, I, what I do for a living, I have like, I have a 30 minute lunch, but in reality it's about 20. So I have to Mm -hmm. be like very prepared and I have to be able to eat very quickly. So for me, that's what sets my week up well. And a lot of people, I tend to be the person who will eat the same thing over and over. And that doesn't really bother me, but there's a lot of people that don't like that. Um, and you can spice things up and you can change things around. But for me, I just tend to stick with what works for me and just eat the same thing. And so I just want to get your take on that as well, because I have found for me and when I know I can tell when I am, when I don't feel as good, it's because I will look, I'm like, oh, I'm not meal prepping like I was like, I, I, I didn't meal prep this week. Well, then you find you're like, oh gosh, I don't have the time. Like, where am I going to go? Like, what am I going to do? I have 20 minutes. And then it's like, you're just grabbing whatever you can find in your fridge and it's not really a quality meal. It's not balanced. Nothing's, you know, it's not really fueling your body. And then at the end of the day, I'm like dead. I don't want to go without yeah. because I haven't even fueled my body. So um, absolutely. Yeah. I think it definitely, um, eating food, nutrition, all that kind of stuff. So individualized, but just like you were saying, I agree. It's, it's planning and noticing, you know, what do I feel like? And what are my weeks like when I'm not I don't meal prep. I don't go to work prepared. And then all of a sudden I come home and I'm starving and then you eat all this like food and then you don't want to work out. You just stuffed your face. It's planning, planning, planning. And I mean, I'm not one for crazy recipes or, or meal plans for people, but I am one for you just like fitness. Okay. Look at your week how many lunches do I need to make or what can I make? So I'm kind of prepared for dinner when I get home or, you know, what is, what is my breakfast tomorrow? Like kind of always foresee what's, what it looks like. So you have in your mind what you're going to do, what you're going to eat, what you have, what the options are. So then you're prepared. Cause we all know when you're not prepared, we go and get the, you know, whatever thing out of the cafeteria and it, doesn't mm-hmm. taste good for one. It's not as nutritious. And then yep. you just don't feel good. The biggest thing for me is if we're constantly not feeling good, we have the choice to change that. So mm-hmm. it's easy to not plan and prepare and it's easy to just pick up whatever, but you most likely don't feel good. I'd much rather feel good and have, you know, spend an, an hour or two on a Sunday prepping. So I at least have, you know, lunches or snacks or whatever made. So right. I really just think, look at, look at your week, look at the days, what can you prep as much as you can in advance? 
And if I'm the same way as you, Mindy, like I'll eat the same foods every day and I'm so happy. It's fantastic. I'm not picky yeah. or, or I don't eat a lot of variety, but I know some people like that variety or they get bored by day two. Mm-hmm. So you know, maybe make basic things. Like if it's, you know, chicken breasts or bulk the main things, but get creative with what you're adding. Maybe one day it's a wrap. Maybe one day it's a sandwich. Maybe one day it's a salad. Like there's so many ways to mix things up. So don't feel like, okay, this week I can only have this for lunch. No, maybe just, like I said, um, bulk prep the, the main things and then get creative when it's easy in the morning to maybe throw together what you feel like. Right, right. Absolutely. I, it's funny because even my coworkers will say like, do you ever get tired of that? Like, not really. Honestly, like I look forward to it. It's so funny. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm so excited to eat my lunch. And I've literally eaten the same thing for lunch for like all last school year and this school year, like within like, there's sometimes like I will have a week that didn't, it didn't get happen. It doesn't happen. And then I, yeah. I I realize what it does to me, but it's so funny. I'm like, no, I look forward to it. I really do. And I love sweet potatoes, like roasted sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the staple. I like, I love it. Roasted sweet potatoes and some protein. Like that is like, and then that's I the best sort of peppers. I like, I love sweet peppers. <laughs> Those are like my, mm, I love it. It's so the that's best like thing my, when, when you, when you don't need variety and you don't have to think about it, you just know it's, it's, it takes it, it's easier, but I know there are a lot of people and it's, it's totally fair. If, if you need to mix things up then get creative or get creative at night when you're at home and you can be more creative, you know, in that kind of aspect or get creative on the weekends. Right. So it doesn't feel like you're always eating the same bland things. Yeah. And for me, I know a lot of people do like prepare things at night for the next day. I, that just doesn't work for me. So I think it is good for for everyone to figure out what what works best for you. For me at nighttime, the last thing I want to do is prepare for my lunch for tomorrow. Like I have to know that it's already done for me on Sunday. So then every morning I just pop it out. Like it's not anything that I need to think about at all during the week. It's just one less thing that I have to think about. Um, so that just works for me, but like it may not work for everyone and doing it every single night might work better for you. Um, but just try it out. I I know that it's definitely helped me and it helps me stay on track because it keeps me from, from, you know, running with a short amount of time that I do to somewhere nearby to grab something. Or, um, like you said, just eating from the cafeteria or grabbing something that's unhealthy out of the fridge that, you know, or trying to piece together something that's really not a meal. That's typically what happens for me. I'm like, okay, I'll take some lunch meat, maybe like, like it's all like this, this hodgepodge of weird stuff, but never really a nutritious meal if I do that. So yeah, so it makes perfect sense. Nutrition is definitely something that it, it's key, but sometimes it's probably one of the harder things I feel like for a lot of people and myself included, like sometimes it's just, it, I, it's easier, right? It's easier to, to, to eat something that is easy. Like it's easier to drive through somewhere. It's easier to, you know, pick up something. It's easier to have someone else make it for you. But um, in, in, in the end, like, you know, how your body feels when I think it's all, yeah, it's all self-awareness. It's like, do I want to feel crappy? Do I want to feel not so good? Or do I want to have energy? Do I want to feel good? Do I want to feel healthy? It really comes down to that. And when you're really, you know, decisive on what you want, you're going to take those steps and those actions. So you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I totally agree. So, um, I love it. 
Yeah. So thank you um, so much for coming on and hanging out and talking all things health, fitness. And well, I think we, we really got into some really good stuff at the beginning with the content. We did. I, I loved, loved it. <laughs> I loved it so much. But I do want to ask you three random questions that I typically Ooh. ask on every podcast. So they're not super random um, now that the podcasts are out there. But um, the first question is, what is your favorite word? Ooh, this is good. What is my favorite word? Oh my gosh. I feel like I have so many running through my head right now. Like I think it changes. My favorite word is probably integrity. Mm, yeah, that's a good one. Do you want me to explain it or just like yeah, leave it? Go, go for it. Go for it. I just think in my life, I've always just stuck to who I am and what I believe in. Mm -hmm. And that's something I do every single day. And that, that actually relates to, you know, my, my own health and fitness, sticking to what I believe and sticking to who I am. And every time that I'm true and honest with myself, really amazing things happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, you can't, to me, it's like you're helping others. And you also need to show up in integrity and, and sh practice what you preach, really, I guess is what, yeah. what I'm trying to say with, for a lack of better terminology. But, um, but yeah, I agree. So question number two, what is your favorite sound? Wow. You have the best <laughs> questions. Right? You're getting me really thinking right now. My favorite sound. Mm. So the first thing that comes into my mind, and this is what I'm going to go with, is when I wake up in the middle of the night, and you know when you like wake up and there's nothing, it's just uh -huh. peace. Yes. I think I really just love that. That's is that even a sound? Just calmness. Yeah, I I, re I just think there's something really peaceful and beautiful of just calmness at night and, and still maybe knowing you have time to sleep, but <laughs> exactly. But, that's but the best that, feeling. <laughs> that sense of maybe comfort. Yeah. 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 I like that. You said that I've had a lot of different answers, but definitely not that one. That's a good oh. one. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Last question is, um, room. So your bedroom, your car or your desk, what do you clean first? What do I clean first? Mm -hmm. My desk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I hundred. Yeah. A car is last room is mm, yeah. Room depends on the day, but <laughs> definitely I like to have a, a clean desk space. It, it mentally makes me feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. For me, car is last too. Like I live in my car. I feel like, so yeah. it's definitely a mess all the time. And my husband hates it. He hates it. But <laughs> I, I can't help it. Um, I guess oh. I could help it, but Okay. So thank you very much for being on here, but really quick, could you please let everyone listening know how they can find you? Absolutely. So on Instagram, I am at XOGingy. On Facebook, you can add me as a friend or I have a free community. It's the Courageously Confident Community. And then my podcast is the Courageously Confident Podcast. So very, very, very easy. Yeah. And um, I'm online a lot. So come hang out. <laughs> Yay. Well, thank you so much for being here. And it was such an honor to have you. And I will see everyone else in the next episode.